We're walking on eggshells. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the Line Star app, it is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you. And we're recapping week 15, my goodness, and looking ahead to week 16, which is fantasy football championship week, unless you're a moron playing week 17. But it doesn't matter because you're smart listening to us and you're playing DFS and you're wagering and you're having a good time listening to the program. And I just want to thank everybody for a moment. It's the holiday season. So I want to thank everybody who's been listening because clearly you have, because if ever the podcast is up, late like 10 minutes I hear from people so thank you I'm so happy that this 45 minutes or whatever it ends up doing give or take that we do for you a couple of times a week matters that much so I just wanted to say thanks on behalf of Scott here and behalf of uh, the Line Star team and while you're at it make sure you go get that Line Star app and upgrade to the premium product and the reason why I got the eggshells out is because well it was a, a difficult last game there for our good friend and confidant Scott Bogman last night the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and Scott has had many, many jokes in the last few years about the Bengals in, in our time together. Many, many, many well-timed, wonderful jokes. But last night, Scott, Mr. Bogman was not a good scene for the Pittsburgh Steelers, my friend. No, my Steelers were the joke yesterday. So yes. uh, shouldn't have even shown up. They didn't they clearly did not want to play. Uh, ben is not right. The offensive line looks as bad. Like, uh, I, I kept, I was surprised. I didn't see the meme that I expected. Um, you know, you see all of the different memes, you know, the, come on, do something. Well, There's the come on of, dance was funny. That was yeah, funny. The come on yeah. dance juju one was very funny. Was okay, what side of the aisle you're on? Funny is funny. And that's funny. Of course. And, and the, the one that, uh, the, the one that I kept waiting to see was the, um, the one with the Steelers logo on the head of the Scooby-Doo villain. And then they take the head off and then it's the Jets. You know, it's like the Jets and the Steelers switched. This week. So, um, yeah, well, that, I mean, you know look, that was what they was played so terrible to me. What was so stunning to me is that on Sunday, there had to be a little awareness, right? Where, where you're looking at and you go, wow, whoa, the Jets just beat the Rams. All right, listen, boys, I know it's the Bengals, but we better not sleepwalk through this one. And then they did. I mean, they did, and they, and you know, Connor being inactive, whatever. That did I know not yesterday. matter at all. It didn't matter I, at I, all. I don't care. I, about thank you. That. I'm glad you're reiterating that. That didn't matter because he's been active all year, and it hasn't mattered. So yeah, go ahead. This is your time to it, vent here a little. Well, look, you know, Ben. Uh, I was listening to a podcast earlier in the week, and they were talking about how Ben has not looked right since uh, the Dallas game. He hasn't been planting his feet correctly because he hurt both his knees in that game, and you could see it in this game. It was pronounced, oh, yeah. especially in the first half. And, you know, we're on our backup right tackle for the whole year after Zach mm-hmm. Banner went You're down, down your signal caller and three Bush. plays in. Yeah. Uh, da- down uh, Bush and D- Bud Dupree and Vince Williams on defense, um, you know, and the left guard were on. They switched between third and fourth string between Gray and Hastenauer. And watching Hastenauer gives me acid reflux. He is <laughs> terrible. Um, I'm sure he's a great dude, but he's not a good guard. And, uh, 
it, it, it just it's just so bad. The line is so bad they can't run block to save their lives. They can barely pass block. But at least when Ben actually gets it to the wide receivers, they're dropping it. So that's good. So right. it's uh, the the Steelers are backing into the playoffs. It's not fun to watch right now. No, no, but who knows? Well, maybe they'll, you know, I, I don't believe in the whole switching of the or flipping of the switch, I should say. But, you know, if, you, if you're a one dimensional offense, it's very difficult, very difficult nowadays. You can't, just especially be when you can't complete passes in your one dimension. Yes, yeah, that bad. is a bad combination of things. Um, also, speaking of bad combinations, look, we had a lot of good things last week, right? In the DFS world, but I'll tell you, the combination that killed me was having. Cam Akers, who got hurt in that game. I had so much exposure to Akers and the Rams defense. And the combined point total of eight points between the two of them is just not going to get it done. And I'm so mad because those teams had guys like Lamar, which we were right about paying up for him. He was 22% drafted, 30 points for him. Taylor was good. David Montgomery was all world again, 28 points for him. Brandon Ayuk at 17. All the things that we love that we talked about were so good. Oh, and I and I guess the pivot should have been on Sunday too, where people went to Tony Pollard, who got twenty eight points. So if you if you did that, yeah. you did all right because that was the big difference maker. You know, you want to take a guess on what the roster percentage of Tony Pollard was on Sunday in the million dollar contest? One percent, fourteen. That's wow. how many people jumped in on it. A lot. Wow. Of people. Okay, I'm surprised it went. I thought it would have been high. like two or three at the most too, but it was fourteen. I also figured that so many people set their lineups. You know well ahead of time and just leave it that I'm surprised 14% of the uh, people were actually awake Sunday morning to do it. You know, uh, it's the only day of the week I wake up early, but you know. well, the winning lineup had Jalen hurts. who was a terrific value. Cause he was cheap again, which he is not this week, by the way, he's in the AK range. So, so much yeah. for your discounts, 37 <laughs> points for Hertz, Tony Pollard at 28. Then he had 1% uh, rostered Salvin Ahmed. 21 points. That was a huge difference maker. Marvin Jones with 22, who you were on. I was not. Brandon Ayuk, 17. DeAndre Hopkins, 25. Kelsey, 18. Always good to pay up for Kelsey. He's just a difference maker. Derrick Henry was good, not great. 24, you know, still very good um, by Derrick Henry standards. And here you go, 2.3% roster Jets defense. Eight points from the Jets. I mean, this is a lineup that totally, and this is like the opposite of what we've seen almost all year. Maybe there's been two weeks of the 15 that have been like this, but this is definitely, I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff to the wall and see what hits kind of lineup. And it happened to hit for 300,000. So good on them. Yeah. This is not my kind of daily fantasy. This is not a lineup I would have constructed. There's I mean, I'm never going to play the Jets defense, right? Like that is, well, it's almost Jets rule one. With Ahmed, with Pollard. I mean, you look at this and you sit back and you go, what? I mean, come on. Like that's, that's just madness, right? Yeah. How could that, you know, actually work out? Now on the flip side, on the DK side of things, Hertz was in that lineup too. That won 40 points for him. Montgomery, 32. Swift, 23. Uh, nice rebound game for Swift too. That makes you feel good uh, heading into next year. I think that he's uh, at least healthy enough to finish out the season. Calvin Ridley still is amazing. Uh, 35 points for him. God, you know, I talked more about Calvin Ridley and DK Metcalf probably than any other two players all July and August. And man, I mean, talk about two guys that have been just great all year. Uh, Corey Davis, 24 points, Marvin Jones, 30, Logan Thomas, our guy at tight end, we had Kelsey and Thomas. So if you went to the top or the bottom, you did okay. Darnell Mooney with 16 and a half and the Seahawks defense. You know, I've watched Mooney play a lot this year. And I have to say, 
I feel like going forward into next year, that's a guy that, especially in deeper leagues, I'm going to be drafting. I feel like he can, he's got a little something there, Boggs. I've seen it, and I think that's a dude to keep your eye on next season. Mooney's fun to watch, and he's kind of he pushed Anthony Miller off to the side. Oh, he's a non factor, bro. Yeah. He's a non-factor so, at this point. Uh, and, and I saw a uh, compilation, which is, you know, compilations are my favorite. Uh, but but I saw one of Darnell Mooney the other day, and it was just of uh, Nick Falls and Trubisky overthrowing him. So if we can get a little bit better at quarterback with Chicago next year, Mooney could have an enormous year because they missed him on some big plays where he was wide open. Yeah, wide open. Well, I I, I think his coming out for me was the uh, the Thursday night game against the Bucks. I remember him with Foles making a couple of plays where I just went, wow, you know, this, this kid Mooney's really, he, he could be something. And, you know, we just, it's like an embarrassment of riches, this position. It just keeps on giving all year. It's just, it's yeah. unbelievable. Why I mean, been so good. Yeah. I remember watching him at Tulane, you know, and uh, the, uh, we, we had a thing for CFF Mooney is money. Uh, so, uh, and, and that's, and that's what he's been in the NFL too. Kind of surprised that he's, transition so well as a late round pick but he's doing great so yeah a lot of fun All to right. watch that guy going through the rest of the games here obviously before we start hot taking stuff you know kansas city came out with that w we'll see what drew Brees looks like uh this week he's gonna be playing on christmas so that's gonna be interesting michael thomas done for the year Ugh, zero touchdowns zero on the air for michael thomas there's your first round value leonard fournette showed up again this week uh i don't know <laughs> of course I just, I just want to punch myself in the face uh after that <laughs> uh Dwayne Haskins is out hanging out at the uh with the strippers which is I mean what an idiot I mean like here's the thing like 22 year old kids are going to be 22 year old kids but you're a quarterback and I know the team was like you know what you know you're not our quarterback and then you were the second and third string and now you like didn't even take you on the road trips with them because they didn't think anything of you and then everything got hurt and now you're their guy again like I get it you're a jilted lover and it's you know at a certain point, though, it's a bad look to go to the strip club after the loss before COVID. Well, uh, right. with COVID, it's really, really stupid. Here, here's a question for you too. Think about this: like you are in a weird crossroads where you're looking for another job next year, probably somewhere. This is not what you want on your resume, no. right? So no. dumb. I he might get suspended for four games, which would be two into next season. Uh, b- because of the protocol stuff that they have, they've set forward. So, uh, not not a great look at all for Haskins. Hopefully, uh, he can learn from it. I mean, he's saying all the right things now, apologizing. But you know what's better than apology? Don't do it, stupid. Come on. Uh, uh, Eagles and Arizona was fun. That was the most fun fantasy game. Murray looks like he's back. Hopkins has never left. He's amazing. Uh, San Francisco, Dallas was wacky. Uh, Raheem Mostert <laughs> out for the year, by the way. Oh. And uh, look, Baltimore's unleashed Lamar Jackson. Derrick Henry is in full Derrick Henry season. And the Rams are exactly who I thought they were, which is not a good football team. <laughs> I'm so sick of it all yeah. year. As soon as you call them GD not a good Rams. football team, they'll win by 50 this week or whatever. You know, that, whatever that's the Rams. Whatever I say about the Rams, just do the opposite. And you will win money every single week. It's unbelievable. They're bipolar. They're definitely a bipolar football team. This time. Oh, absolutely brutal. All right, let's move on and let's look to the week ahead here because uh, there's some premium games here. Let me tell you. And, and obviously it starts on Christmas, which I hate. I hate that there's like, give me the Christmas Eve game, but Christmas Day, like that's NBA time. I don't want Christmas. It's yeah. not a Sunday. Don't give me football. Like, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the only guy. But no, no, bro. No, in fact, I, I would, would rather that. not have games on, uh, you know, holidays. Like I'm fine with 
how the Thanksgiving stuff is structured i guess but different yeah i don't uh and it's only because i'm used to it but i i'll stop my life for football so i don't like stopping my life on holidays so but i'll have this game on at my mom's house uh on christmas day i'm sure so all right well look it's new orleans uh they're favored by seven over the vikings and the vikings are pretty much done so I'm thinking this is the Saints kind of getting right, but you know who knows? I mean, you know, <laughs> with the Vikings is week to week. You never know. All right, Breeze uh, has to be better. He's got to be, be. and he started to play better towards the second latter part of that game a little bit. You know, he's just not healthy. I mean, he's it's like when you watched, you know, it's not as bad as Daniel Jones two weeks ago, but it's it's not good either. You know, he's not a hundred percent. The Bucks are going to take on the Lions now. They should run the football with whoever they can because the Lions are terrible against the run. Here's the question, the million-dollar question every week. Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will somebody have 75-yard rushing for the Bucs? Yeah, Ronald Jones. As long as he plays, he will. So, okay. Uh, but but I don't think Leonard Fournette will get 75 yards. I don't know what to expect out of him should Jones not play. I, I guess at least a touchdown. So he, I guess he's startable in some formats, but uh, I, I'm not going to be excited about him at all. All right, 49ers and Cardinals. Uh, you know, I got to say, you know, Murray and Hopkins, everybody looked like they were back on track. It's very dangerous, though, because the Cardinals are a very up-and-down team. So this is a very dangerous one for me. Most are being out. Certainly Wilson becomes, I think, way more appealing in this game than he's been, uh, had a touchdown last week. So um, I think Wilson's somebody that I could see going in on. Hopkins is another player, too, where, you know, doesn't matter. You pay up the premium. You're still in good shape there. Uh, what's your take on Arizona-San Fran? Yeah, I think this is a walk for Arizona. San Fran packing it in. Mullins done. Most are done. Uh, you know, they, they are they are absolutely done. I guess it's going to be a C.J. Beathard game. He throws a pretty good Hail Mary. I'll say that. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, this is a Cardinals walk. I don't want any part of that run game, though. It's ugly right now. All right. Uh, moving on to the next one here. The Dolphins and Raiders. This one has way less juice than it did on paper three weeks ago. Like three weeks ago, I was like, yeah, this is going to be the game that – now I just feel like the Dolphins are gonna just beat the Red. Like I don't I just I feel like they're gonna beat them. <laughs> like yeah, Vegas does too. They're two and a half point favorites on the road against Las Vegas. Uh, I mean, am I not seeing something here that I should? No, no, you, you're you're seeing all the right stuff. You know, the, the, the Raiders. <laughs> no, it's it's the, right. The, the the Raiders. I mean, I we'll see what happens at the quarterback spot if Carr is gonna be able to go or if it's gonna be Mariota again or whatever. But. Uh, you know, the, the Dolphins aren't playing their best football right now either. So the, the Raiders aren't quite like, um, you know, they're not like the Rams where they're really good or really bad, but they have Ram-like tendencies where they can play up and play down. So um, I, I think this should be a Dolphins win. But what, what running back, if you're doing the Saturday slate, Joe, what running back are you the most excited to start? Is it Wilson? Um... Is it Swift no, against the Bucks? It's it's probably either Swift or Ronald Jones if he's healthy because the lines are so bad against them. I mean, yeah, if Ronald Jones plays, if Ronald Jones plays, it's probably yeah. Jones. But the Saturday slate is actually I don't know. Like I, I kind of look at the Saturday slate and it's kind of fun because these three games together here: the Bucks, Lions, 49ers, Cards, and Dolphins, Raiders. You know, in terms of like elite level quarterback, I mean, there's only one, and it's it's Kyler Murray. So you can get Kyler Murray and Hopkins and just solidify that. And there's a lot of value the rest of the board, 
you know, with yeah. the Joneses and Swifts. And, and, you know, if you want to take a shot on an Aguilar or somewhere like that, like, the, and, and Wilson, I mean, to me, it's, it's kind of simple. Like get that high floor, get that, get those Arizona boys in there just in case. <laughs> and then no, after that, right. just find some value. I mean, the Bucks wide receivers, they spread the ball everywhere. Maybe you get lucky. You pick the right one who has the touchdown, but that's, that's the hard part is that that target share is just so spread out. It really doesn't favor one guy. Yeah. I guess like I'm looking for a tight end in this group too. I'm either going to pay up for Waller or I'm going to go with Dan Arnold. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to do in that Saturday slate. All right. On to Sunday. Here we go. Atlanta Falcons at Chiefs. Oh boy. Falcons. Life's not getting any easier for you, is it? Uh, Ten and a half point favorites here to open this. And it's not surprising the Chiefs at home. Like Atlanta's in a bad spot. However, I will say this. Uh, give me Calvin Ridley engaged, just like last week. They have no run game. I don't care if it's Edo Smith. And uh, what are your thoughts here, too? We have Slide Edwards Lair, who's going to be out, you know, for the foreseeable future here. We'll see if he can come back healthy for the playoffs. But um, does it even affect the Chiefs? Because it seems like they just want to throw the ball anyway. No, they're just going to throw the ball. I mean, Bell becomes more valuable for sure. So you could probably get him in. I mean, I feel like the Falcons are packing it in, but I can't tell. It's like, the Falcons are packing it in. They blew that big lead to Tampa Bay, but the Chiefs keep not covering. I guess they did cover this week because the spread was so low. It was only three or whatever against New Orleans. So they finally got one this week, but it seems like if the spread is more than six, they don't cover. So uh, going to be a weird one. All right. Speaking of weird, you get the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Bears. You know, a couple of weeks ago, this game looked like a snooze fest. Now it's can the Jaguars continue to lose? and get Trevor Lawrence and, and can the bears continue to win and save all their collective rear ends? Uh, it's, it's kind of fun. I'll tell you this. The bear stack is, is I'm going right back to that bear stack. Yeah. Again, little trio. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, but wouldn't that Who be, thought we'd be so heavily invested in Mitchell Trubisky at the end of the oh year, my right? God. He's such a good ROI this week. <laughs> he is. Yeah. I just, and I, I freaking love him. Montgomery has had a career game. Robinson uh, is in line for some scores. Uh, yeah, I'm bear stack all the way in this one. Uh, look, Montgomery has been the RB1 since, let's see, since week 12. He's RB1. He's averaging 26 fantasy points. Um, I'm glad but, I finally got you on board the Montgomery train. Well, I was on it last year, and it, it threw me off, and then it quick. stepped on yeah. my nuts, and then I got – it was it was difficult. It was yeah. it was difficult. And but now I'm back. It's cool. I'm here. Let's do it. And that's it. I don't think it's ever really been about Montgomery, though, right? I don't disagree skill. with you. You're yeah. 100, 100% right. But at the same time, I, I can't not yeah. factor that into the equation. That's it doesn't matter. Yeah. The bottom line is he wasn't playing well up until midway through this year. So, yeah. All right. Well, look, I, I'm in on the Bears again. I was in on the Bears last three weeks, continue to ride this train. Bengals and Texans. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know what? I think it's going to be a huge letdown for the Bengals off that huge win. Uh, that win might've saved Zach Taylor's job, by the way, you know, like, you know Michigan has to be Ohio state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things like this. You beat the Steelers. I think you kind of got a little like, okay, all right, Zach Taylor. I'll see uh, you Zach Taylor. Way to win. You know, yeah. I mean, the Steelers spotted him some points and everything by giving him the ball in, uh, you know, short, short fields and all that stuff, but they made it work too. Ryan Finley actually made it work. A lot of RPOs that worked and all that stuff. It was, it was smart play calling, which the Steelers haven't had all season. So I'm jealous of that. So Taylor should definitely keep his job. And uh, Houston, look in terms of them, I'll tell you what, 
Deshaun Watson naked Deshaun Watson every week for me. I mean, except yeah. for like one bad week this year. I mean, David right. Johnson, uh, you know, uh, he's do he, it. Don't you say it. He just <laughs> caught 10 passes for over 100 yards. So I know, but I just a little can't. Spry. It's just a, like it, it feels like in between games, David Johnson needs six weeks off to recover. And then he's good again. (laughs) Too bad they play every week in the NFL. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not, I'm not going to go to the well this week, but I get it. And I get, you know, QT scored a touchdown again. So I understand people going back there. Now the Browns will not be fooled by the Jets. Victor. The the Browns have the ears up right now. They're not going to be looking ahead. They're not going to be overlooking the Jets. They're nine and a half. QB three over the last month. Can you believe that? That is more stunning to me than Montgomery. That is by far yeah. more stunning to me. And especially I'll tell you when it's with all, you know, uh, with, yeah, with Higgins Odell. And Landry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and let me, let me tell you this. And you know, I, you always, you know, make the jokes at me when I say it, no team with Odell Beckham is ever going to win anything. He they just, he's just not a winning player. And you know what? As soon as he got hurt, this is the best version of the Browns period. Yeah. This has been the best version That's of them. True. And I'm going to go right into that Higgins. Well, too, against the jets. Give me Higgins. Give me Chubb. Give me Baker. That's probably the, the my favorite secondary stack besides um, besides Chicago because I can tell you right now, like the Jets had their moment in the sun because Jared Goff is a complete train wreck. You but, mean you don't think they're going to win back to back games with Frank Gore taking twenty three carries, Joe? <laughs> I'm not, but if they do, some of my friends here in the area are going to jump oh, off of tall no. buildings. I can tell you right now because if it's one thing to lose the one pick, now if you like, now you're go down to four. <laughs> Forget it. I mean, it's you're either taking Trevor Lawrence or Penny Sewell. That like those are the one two. Penny Sewell's the big tackle out of Oregon, and that would I mean, if you're gonna keep Darnold, so now you got Beckett and Sewell. That that'd be a nice, uh, pretty good, nice bookends for them. So uh, they don't uh, want to hear it. The Jet fan does not want to hear that noise. All right, Indianapolis Colts and Steelers. Oh boy, take the Colts by a lot. I agree. Take I their mean, the defense Colts, for sure. Colts are, Colts are playing their best football. Uh, and you know what? That's a great call. I'm glad you said that. Colts defense is fascinating. That that's that's the one to grow on right now because you know normally you would just kind of you mean they, you kind of look away from it a little bit, but you shouldn't. I mean, you just point out all those issues that they're having on the line. Uh, why not? pay up for the Colts defense this week. And do I guess you even have to pay up? It's only 4,300. It's actually not even coming off a three sack game. He's going to be in Roethlisberger's face. They've had 12 points, 12 points, 10 points last three weeks against Houston twice and Las Vegas. So the opponents haven't been great, but like you're saying, you know, one dimensional, this team is, you know, they suck right now. Yeah. I look, they're they're the worst team in football right now. The Steelers are, and I'm not, that's not hyperbole. The worst team in football. They are Mm. the, 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 uh, thank you. Uh, (laughs) The the, the Jets just won a game. So yeah, I mean, they've lost three in a row. They look terrible in their losses. They just lost a two win team. They're the worst team right now. So this, this should not be a point and a half. It should be the Colts by a bunch. Uh, Would I be super shocked if the Steelers bounced back and made it close or even, you know, squeaked out a win. No, but they're not playing like that right now. Yeah, but yeah, they're, it's, they're not. They are not. All right, let's continue on here. Giants and Ravens, uh, look, continue on the Lamar payup wagon. Just, it's him. He's the offense, you know, and, and you can put him with, with Andrews like I did last week. It's fine. You want to go Dobbins too or Hollywood? Okay, fine. I hate Hollywood Brown, but fine. You want to do it against the Giants? I think the Giants are finally 
falling apart here at the end. They just didn't have enough gas. They kind of ran out of gas here. And speaking of running out of gas, too, you got the Carolina Panthers. You know, they're going to be taking on Washington football team, and Ron Rivera doesn't, you know, is he going to have a quarterback? I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out because, you know, this is one, too, where it's not going to shock me at all if Carolina beats the Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I expect them to get a name pretty soon here, Washington, because we just found out about Daniel Snyder settling a misconduct in 2009. So as soon as that comes out, Oh, well, look, we'll, we'll name the team now. So here we go. We'll drop this. So this goes away. Just like when they had the, they're talking about the 15 harassment cases before. And then, then they're like, we'll, we'll, we'll switch a name, switch a name. And everyone started talking about that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you. It, I don't know what's going on with Washington at the quarterback position specifically. I think Alex Smith's going to be able to play. And if he is, this should be a Washington role. That defense is so good right now. They are, they are impeccable. They are. I would tell you what, they're like a piece or two away, man. This, especially if Gibson's healthy next year. Mm, this, this is the, Washington is going to be the one to look at. I don't care what Hurts does or what the Cowboys try to. You know, that's going to be fun to watch the Dallas offense against the Washington defense next year in a game. Should be a good time. Uh, Denver and the Chargers. This one's not a good time for me. I don't want anything to do with this one. Uh, Herbert's been great, but. You know, I want to give him credit for a great performance the other night. But from yeah. a fantasy standpoint, Eckler at 7K on FanDuel has got my interest because, again, the 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 volume and the wide receivers haven't been healthy here last week or so. So uh, I'm just probably fading through this game for the most part. How about you? Yeah, I think those are the two guys. It's Herbert and Eckler. After that, uh, I don't want to take any risk with Drew Locke back there. He's been terrible. Um, and the wide receiver, you know, Keenan Allen is usually a good buy, but was only healthy enough to play a couple snaps and only get one catch or two catches or whatever he had last week. So, yeah, unless we hear something about Keenan Allen practicing in full and looking great throughout the week, no thank you. All right, next on the docket here, the Rams and Seahawks. I'll tell you what, I like the Seahawks defense this week too. Seahawks defense has actually been putting up some points recently. Their Carl's Dunlap's played well. You know, Jamal Adams has played well. I, I know they give up yardage, but they also create – some turnovers and they they've been getting to the quarterback a little bit so i'm just saying uh i i have zero respect for the rams zero <laughs> yeah but see the problem is is you I never know, know what I rams know. you're gonna get it, know. you know no acres for this week so that's uh good news for uh seattle here but um yeah i don't really want to mess too much with this game i don't like what the seahawks are doing on offense as of recent the only real bad game of the year that metcalf had was against the rams so uh, I'm not really into paying up for him. I, I get. I guess the most intriguing part of this game to me is probably Robert Woods. So, <laughs> all right, let's uh, continue on. Eagles and Cowboys. Uh, look, this one's appealing because you know Hurts and Dallas certainly. You know the price certainly skyrocketed, rightfully so. Uh, I know Goddard dropped that ball in the end zone, but I would go right back there too. I'm not afraid. Uh, not afraid. Um, and the Cowboys, you know, they're just tough to invest in. You know, I thought Amari Cooper was a good value last week, and see Lamb it about. Hey, Zeke him. doesn't play again. Pollard is. Okay, yeah, there's another there's another too. Boy, and, God, what a what a disaster that was Sunday. Could you imagine being in your fantasy playoffs and you somehow found a way to make it to the playoffs and have with, Zeke on your team and it's yeah. not playing? That's just brutal. Yeah, I mean, I made it with Michael Thomas in, in the league that I'm in the championship for. So, um, are you still in flex, or did you guys get bounced? No, we got bounced. Uh, Andy Barron's beat us. So, damn. Um, yeah, I mean, good on him. It was, uh, and we had him on the show twice this year. He's a lot of fun to talk to and everything. But 
Yeah, we were pretty upset. I went, I thought I was going to 0 for 5 because I had is my 20 man IDP league is the only one I made the championship in. And I was, um, I was playing against this guy. He had seven players left and I had two and he just had bad performances from all seven of those guys. I had Deontay Johnson was one of my two guys left and I had Stefan to it. He got a sack last night. Deontay Johnson caught that touchdown late. So I wound up winning, but I have Mostert and Michael Thomas on that squad. So I'm probably not going to win in the title game. So we'll see. Uh, Tennessee Titans at Green Bay Packers. This should be fun. I mean, this, this is supposed to be a fog game, by the way. Well, Looking at the look, weather, they said foggy. I'm going to tell you this. You'll talk about four outcomes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Titans Packers, good luck trying to figure that out. Thank God this is at night because <laughs> I would want nothing to do with this on the main slate because that game would just ruin things. Uh, but I mean, I, I just game. see that one as a Packers stomp. Like uh, Tennessee can put you up points think, on anybody, but, think, but, but they can't. Know. The, the Titans cannot put any pressure on the quarterback. And you put no pressure on Aaron Rodgers, he's just going to sit back and pick you apart. You outscore him. And I, that's going to be the fascinating thing to see. Because this Packer defense so. hasn't been tested in a while. And they're going to get that's tested true. with Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and then Corey Davis and Tannehill. They're going to get tested. The Packers defense is good, but they haven't had a real test in quite some time. This is going to be a test for them. Uh, the last test they had that I can think of off the top of my head was Tampa, and they failed. So... Let's see what happens. Um, and the other one was Minnesota, and they failed. So, just saying. Yeah, the like, last time they yeah, well, the last time they played a tough team was the Colts, and they lost thirty four. Or no, no, I'm looking at the Packers or the Titans. Excuse me, the Packers. They've won four straight. Yeah, um, you know, the, I was right. That that was against the Colts. It was uh, thirty four, thirty one. They lost, and then they they lost against the Vikings, like you were talking about, and they lost against the Bucks. The yeah. tough games in there, there are none. They played Carolina, Detroit, Philly before with Wentz, uh, Chicago, and Jacksonville and San Francisco. So yeah, you're right. It's gonna be a. I'm telling you right now, if you're a, a, the Tennessee plus three is very appealing. I, I so guess good. I just I, I'm probably a little too invested in defense that I don't believe in Tennessee. Like they can outscore anyone, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe. So in you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but I'm just saying, like, don't be shocked if we're, we're at the half there and it's like, you know, 2020 and everyone's like, geez, right. <laughs> like, you know, just feel like that kind of thing. All right. Bills and Patriots. Last one. Oh, oh. God. Do I have to watch this as a standalone game? Can we just bury no, the Patriots at one no. o'clock? Ugh, please. You don't have to watch this game. I, if I was you, I might go see a movie because they're going to be talking about it. That's true. You go anywhere. Oh, I'm in the Wild West. I can do whatever I want. So, yeah, uh, but uh, goes there. Uh, for for you, um, I mean, I might find. I will. You, I will watch Wonder Woman need, this night. I was going to say, do you need to catch up Gadot on Mandalorian or something? Like, do, I've already do finished Mandalorian, else. so now it's just it's Gal Gadot, and that's fine. Oh yeah, an evening so, with Gal Gadot is way better than watching the Bills. And way Patriots. better. I'll say yeah, that. That's way better. All right, so that's not a hot take, by the way. That's just a <laughs> no, fact. That's a normal right. take. <laughs> we'll be back. That's a regular take for any human. Regular being. take. Now look, with the holiday coming, everything's gonna be on a wacky schedule. So both pods are gonna come out on Thursday. We're gonna release the wagering show, so it's in time for Christmas, and we're also going to release uh, the DFS show both on Thursday. You should do Thursday, Friday, but it's Christmas. So everything's coming out Thursday for you. You're welcome. We're awesome. We're still going to have it all set up for you. So you can enjoy your holiday, play a little DFS and throw some wagers out there too. 
In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Joe Pizapia17, at Line Star App and Line Star NFL. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except down, sit, win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.